When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Matthew Ang's going to go head-to-head on the opening tip-off against Walker Kessler as we get your NBA preseason action underway and the ball controlled easily by the Utah Jazz. Jordan Clarkson brings the ball down court, moving left to right. Works to the right wing. First play. What you got? Walker Kessler to Horton Tucker. Oh, he's it back to Laurie Markkinen. Pop for three, no good. Rebound, Kessler back to Clarkson for three, who buries it from the right wing. They worked on that in practice, huh? Well, they always have a play that they, they start the ball game off, the first play. I thought the, the, the play was, the, that was the second option on the play with Markkinen getting the shot. The first option was for Markkinen, I'm, I'm sorry, for Kessler to get a dunk at the rim. Dow White leaves it back to Lamb. Lamb driving, spinning in the lane, puts the floater up and nestles it home and the Breakers have their first bucket of the game. Jazz up three to two. Anthony Lamb again, six foot six, 227 pound catamount from Vermont. On the screen comes Laurie Marketing. Drive into lane, can't get the layup to go. The rebound pulled down by the Breakers, nearly turned over, but Jackson Cartwright able to control the dribble. Working right to left, leaves it for Cheatham. Cheatham on the left wing, driving into lane, draws the foul. And the Breakers pick up the first foul of the game. Yeah, that's going to be on, on Tucker. He yep. did a very good job of, of anticipating the direction that the, uh, the player wanted to go, but just didn't get his feet set. Zylan Cheatham played four games in his NBA career for the Pelicans. Look, looking at that today, and I'm thinking there was an NBA player that, for a while, Cheatham. It's not... This is not the same one, because this is a this kid is a lot younger. Yeah. yeah. Here comes shot number two, makes his first one. Here comes the second free throw, trying to give the Breakers their first lead in the game, and he does just that. Four to three. As the Jazz have a Jordan Clarkson three, and a bucket and a couple free throws for the Breakers. Taylor Horton Tucker getting the screen from Collins, who then flashes to the rim. Then comes out behind the three-point line, baseline, driving, spinning, taking the jumper and knocking it down. Nice post move. First bucket of the game tonight for the newest member of the Utah Jazz. Expect to see a lot of action this year with the Jazz. Cheatham with the ball in the left wing after the ball nearly stolen away by the Jazz as the Breakers trying to slow things down a bit. Jackson Cartwright driving, gets around Collins. Floater blocked away by Kessler. And here comes the Jazz going the other way. Jordan Clarkson slowing it down. Didn't have numbers, but then slips it to Kessler on the right low block. Back to Clarkson, who hoists the baseline three. No good. Rattles out. Rebound taken in stride by the Breakers. And slowing things down will be McDowell White. Slings it right. Back up top to Cheatham. He'll take the straightaway three and rims out. Looked like he was going to fall for the big man but wouldn't go, and Larry Markinen with the rebound. Dishes it back to Collins, thought about the three, but then hesitates to Horton Tucker. Back to Larry Markinen and blocked at the rim. Don't see that happening very often. And there's the speed on display, but a turnover 
as you saw Jackson Cartwright flying down the court, trying to kick it out, but nobody was there and goes out of bounds. Yeah, no one running with him for the most yeah. part, but who can with that kind of speed? What did you say, weighs 175 pounds? Yep, well, they list him at 170, which means it's probably what, 160? 160? Yeah. Taylor Norton Tucker working around his man, gets into the lane, can't finish at the rim. Jazz have had some good looks, they're just not dropping early, and the breakers trailing five to four to the Jazz. Right wing three is up and missed. Rebound pulled down by the Utah Jazz. And here comes Jordan Clarkson after the rebound and the outlet from John Collins. Clarkson puts his foot on the gas. His right-hand floater is up and good. He's not missing that one. Jazz leads 7-4. 8.55 left here in the first quarter. Jazz have this game and then a trip to Sacramento on Thursday, Booner. And then we're kicking off the regular season and against those same Sacramento Kings. started on the 25th, Sacramento Kings. Coming around the screen, McDowell White slings it back up top, right wing, and receives it. We'll line it up. Three, no good. And Jordan Clarkson, yet another rebound. Clarkson left to right, likes that matchup against Jackson Cartwright, <laughs> and they're gonna call the foul on Jackson Cartwright. I feel sorry for him. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's not a lot of people that you look at and say Jordan Clarkson's really gonna body up with his size. He's only under 94 pounds, but when he sees a guy that's about 170 soaking wet, he's like, I'm gonna lie, I like my chances there. <laughs> Yeah, he looks like a junior jazz player out there among those big guys. <laughs> Even though he's 5'11", he's still just yeah. close. Larry Marketing inbounding Kelly Olenek into the game for the first time for Walker Kessler, who takes an early breather. Inbound or uh, outlet pass down low to Marketing Again, can't get to finish at the rim. Breakers a really good defensive team as the three ball is missed. And here comes the jazz going the other way. Led the league. The NBL in defense only averaging 80 points, uh, giving up 80 points a game. Collins with the jumper gets it to go. Jazz lead 9-4. Problem is they're just not a good offensive team. You know, the early offense, I think, watching the Jazz practice is something that they're working very hard on. Nice give and go, but tipped away. Olenek with the four steal. Two on Lob. one fast break. Lob and a throw down. Larry Markin, and that's not going to be blocked at the rim. As he throws it down, beautiful pass from Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, and that's where he's improved, Jordan Clarkson, I mean. You know, looking and setting up guys and, and watching the play develop before they happen in great speed. Work it right. Jackson Cartwright driving, then kicking it right, then gets it right back. We'll take the another three, and that is missed. And again, the free ball not falling for the breakers. Jordan Clarkson, left wing, Jazz lead by 7, 11 to 4. Crossover dribble, nearly stolen away, in trouble, has to get rid of it. Finally gives it to Laurie Marketing, who buries the three from the left wing. The breakers say, enough's enough, we need a timeout. 7.07 left to go here in the first quarter with the Jazz leading 14-4 on an 11-0 run. You're listening to Jazz Basketball. Coach's Sound Flash. It gives us a lot of freedom as a staff, a lot of versatility in terms of what we can go to. We can put guys in different spots. Like we could run the same action four times in a row and flip where the people are and it's going to give you a different look and feel. And that's definitely a luxury. Yeah, well, when we all hear point guard, we have this like traditional picture in our head and I think the game has changed. Talon is a 
predominantly dribble drive player, puts a lot of pressure on the rim. Jordan's ability to catch and shoot and space the floor in a variety of ways, I think, is beneficial for Taylor. It's your Jazz Coach's Sound Flash, brought to you by New Skin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. New Skin, discover the best you. Jazz get a bucket on a nice drive and a nice layup. Ochai Abaje, and the Jazz lead 16 to 4. Coming around the horn, number 44, Anthony Lamb got the start in this game for the Breakers. Leaves it to McDowell White, then slings it right. Long three is up and good. And for the first time tonight, the Breakers have a made three. And I don't think I have him on my board. I don't either. I don't either. No. Number 17. Got to do a little digging on that. All right. Yeah, got a nice three. Jazz lead 16 to 7, 609 left to go. That little promo that you just ran about with Will, talking about putting guys in different spots and you still run the same offense, which yeah. is really crucial when you have a good shooting basketball team. Offensive foul against the Utah Jazz on the illegal screen. It'll go against uh, the Jazz, and so the Breakers will set to inbound here on the near sideline. Jordan Clarkson. Montes Rubstavish, number 17, who just hit that big three. Working the right elbows, driving into the lane, spinning, floater, right hand missed, but the rebound ripped down by the Utah Jazz. Here comes the young bull, Colin Sexton, coast to coast, dish it, long three, Abaje up, no good, off in the front of the iron, missed, and Cheatham comes away with the rebound. Breakers moving right to left, McDowell White slings it right, cross-court pass. Of Studovich kicks it back up top. McDowell White now controlling the dribble, slings it back right. Cheetah crossing into the lane, reverse layup missed, and here comes Jordan Clarkson piling up the rebounds. Long pass tipped away and out of bounds. It'll be a turnover on the Utah Jazz, trying to feed it to Colin Sexton here on the near sideline. Couldn't quite feed it to him. Ball goes out of bounds and it'll go back to the Breakers. 16 to 7, our score. Kind of a you know, sometimes when you're playing a team where there's a significant talent mismatch, Booner, they can kind of drag down the style of play, correct? Yeah, it's just sloppy sometimes because you're, and I think that's what Will was trying to focus on this morning is just, just, just keep running your stuff, you know. You want a certain rhythm. Colin Sexton spinning in the lane. Nice turnaround jumper. Knocks it down from 12 feet out, and the Jazz... Match their largest lead of 11, 18 to 7. Now just you got Colin Sexton coming off the bench, or even if you had Jordan Parkin coming off the bench. Those are uh, instant offense type yep. plays that, that you can depend on guys scoring a lot of points for you. Cheatham, turnaround jumper in the lane, misses that. Nice one handed rebound ripped down by Collins in the Utah Jazz. Colin Sexton with a full head of steam, driving into the lane, spinning, turnaround jumper, leaves it short, and the rebound pulled down by Rastudovich for the Breakers, and here comes Malcolm White. Crossover, drive, spinning, kicks it right. Back to Rastudovich, drives baseline, misses it, but draws the foul, and he'll go to the line for a couple free throws. 18-7, to 4-12, left to go, first quarter. Amazing, and we'll see this as the game goes on. 
they have some players with some talent, but the talent level is big difference between the pro teams in, in, the, in the United States and the pro teams in, in, some, in some of the other countries. Isaiah Leofau comes in for the Breakers, number two. Parker Jackson Cartwright back in. Leofau, born in New Zealand, played college ball at Sacramento State, averaged 12 points, four rebounds, two assists in the Big Sky Conference. And cuts the Jazz lead to single digits, 18 to nine, 410 left here in the first quarter. Colin Sexton running point guard duties to Kelly Olenek slips it back to Sexton on the drive, but the ball poked away and stolen away. And a trailing Rostovich takes the three, misses it off the front of the iron. Easy rebound pulled down by Olenek. Jazz out in transition, and the ball nearly stolen away by Markinen, but he does draw the foul, and it'll most likely go against Jackson Cartwright. Leopold's in the mix as well. Yep, Jackson Cartwright gets saddled with it, so the Jazz will inbound on the far sideline with 3.52 left in the first quarter, and the Jazz leading by 9, 18-9. Jordan Clarkson looking for Olenek, who gets it. Three-point line extended straight away. Leaves it for Collins, then back to Clarkson. Clarkson driving. Looking to cross over on the baseline, but instead retreats by the three-point line. Now gets into the lane. He'll float her up and rattles it home. Rattled around, hit the backboard, and then dropped. Looked like he took that as a challenge, so the defender was really getting up on him. So Jordan Clarkson had to let him know, I can get him to the paint when yeah. I get ready. Clarkson already seven points. Remember how we talked in the first half of last game against Portland, why he was a facilitator? Facilitator Jordan Clarkson not on display tonight. Seven points, three assists already in this ballgame. Wow. Jackson Cartwright has his three-point shot blocked. And... Larry Markinen plucks it out of the sky. He's going to keep it himself. Euro step in the lane, off the glass. No good, but he draws the foul, and he'll have a couple free throws coming up. So Hartwright just tried to shoot his jump shot over the top of a seven-foot. <laughs> Sometimes you got to know your limitations, right, Booner? Know your limitations. Yeah. Jazz Curley on a 17-5 run, and Markinen will try to add to that. Jazz rocking their all-whites with gold trim. And the Breakers, all pink. That's right, pink and a little bit of white trim, a little blue in there as well. That uniform check brought to you by Allsco Uniforms. If your business needs laundered uniforms delivered each week for your employees, remember it pays to keep clean with Allsco Uniforms. Marketing misses his first free throw. He's got one more coming up. And I really like the direction that the league has gone with the uniforms. Years ago, you know, traditionally you wore the white uniforms at home, you, yeah. your colored uniforms on the road. Now, you know, they can just mix it up, and I think that's great. And it's also good for uh, revenue generating as well. Yeah, it really makes a difference. Parker Cartwright drives, dishes, and the shot blocked away. Colin Sexton says, I'll take that, thank you very much, and driving and drawing the foul once again. And Boy, they are just picking on that young man. Well, he's... Trying to stay in front of guys that he can. Um, that's three fouls on him. Yep, I, right? I, yep. I believe so. Jazz play-by-play -play proudly presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Jazz lead 21-9 over the New Zealand Breakers. You're listening to Utah Jazz Basketball. Players sound flash. I think we were definitely better, more refined. Got shots that we wanted. The guys were moving the ball, moving their bodies. Um, it looked pretty crisp that sometimes. I mean, there's obviously stuff you can get better at and you know, keep working on, but I thought we got out and ran and moved the ball, and then, you know, guys made shots, which always makes it look good, especially at the start. I think that if we can become 
more of a habitual team crashing with that lineup, you know, I think that there's not necessarily a disadvantage. Obviously, covering the four is a little tougher. I think that it can be advantageous, especially all those guys are extremely athletic, getting out and going. Player sound flash. Brought to you by our good friends at Vivint. Smart homes aren't a trend. They're the future, and Vivint makes them even smarter. Jazz game only gets better when you're not wondering if everything's okay at home. So go to Vivint.com today to get your smart home peace of mind. All right, Colin Sexton goes two for two from the free throw line. Jazz lead 23 tonight. Scott Gerard filling in for David Locke alongside Ron Boone. Loader on the drive, missed. McDowell White couldn't get the shot to go, and the Jazz get the rebound. Breakers only shooting 13% from the field. Walker Kessler driving. Walker Kessler fouled, and he'll go to the line. Jazz shooting 52.9% and holding the Breakers to 13.3%. Welcome to the NBA, our good friends from New Zealand. Ever been there? Uh, I have not. I had a brother who lived there for a bit, but uh, I have not been there. Yeah, how about you? I've been to Australia, and, and there, it's a long flight. Yes. And there's a lot of water you have to go over to get there. So. <laughs> you're not a big fan of that. Well, if you don't look out the window, you're fine. Yeah. I hope that. Do we want to talk about what just happened there? Walker Kessler oh, just airballed a free throw. And he looks around like, did anybody see that? Yeah, I'm afraid some people saw that. If they'd been on the road, the fans would have let him know. Oh, yeah. That would have been a rough for him. Had this game been played in New Zealand. It would have been a rough one. Let's see how he responds. He knocks it down. There you go. Walker Kessler, 1-2 from the free throw line. 24-9. Jazz lead by 15. Next phase of his game is, is, is offense. Playing with his back to the basket. He's got footwork now. His defense is good. He blocks shots. He understands schemes and everything. So the next, I think the next phase of his game could be playing with the back, back to the basket. McDowell White shot blocked away, but the Collins Sexton pass to Walker Kessler stolen away as well. Jazz racking up some early turnovers. Drive to the elbow, slip it down low. Floater, left hand, up, up and good. That is number 22, Dane Pinu. Played at St. Mary's, led the NBL last year in field goal percentage at 66% when you can shoot like that in the lane. You can see why. Tied up in the lane as Colin Sexton fell down. And with that, we'll have a jump ball near the baseline as Isaiah Leofau was able to tie him up after he slipped. Jordan Clarkson, I'm sorry, Sexton, 14 points of ball game last year, but more importantly, more impressively, I think, 50% that he shot from the field. Very good at driving and finishing at the rim. Ball controlled by the Utah Jazz as Colin Sexton wins that tip-off. Chris Dunn into the game, slings it left, long three, missed, tipped up. Walker Kessler tries to keep it in play, cannot, goes out of bounds. Who's it off of? Yes, sir, good job by Walker Kessler. Knocking it off Dane Pinau, and it will stay with the Utah Jazz. Pinau, six foot nine, but he does not have that seven foot four, yeah. five wingspan. Good luck with that. Yeah. Chris Dunn on the near sideline, 14 on the shot clock. Slings it up to Kessler. Kessler then gets to Sexton. Sexton drives into the lane, pull up, shot up, and shot drops. That's the shot I was talking about. That's the reason he shoots 50%. He gets in that paint inside the free throw line. It's a beautiful shot. Ball stolen away on the drive. Chris Dunn leaves it to Ochai Abaje, who throws it down with one hand in the and the Jazz lead by 17, 28 to 11. Crossing the timeline, the Breakers 
Work around the screen. Fling it back to Leah Pau. Gives it right back. And a foul is going to be called on the Jazz. As Tom Abercrombie is going to pick up his first foul. Holding on Chris Dunn. Foul on Dunn. Oh, there you go. Yeah, got it backwards. Yep, my bad. You can correct me anytime you want, Spare. It's all good. I'm going to screw up multiple times tonight. McDowell White slings it left, driving, and cut off. Slings it back to the other side. Long three is missed, and the rebound pulled down by the Utah Jazz. Ochai Abaje with the rebound. Back to Dunn. Dunn near the midcourt strike. 41 seconds left in the first quarter. About 10 seconds left on the shot clock. And the pass intended for Abaje tipped away. It'll stay with the Jazz with 10 seconds on the clock. Setting the inbound on the far sideline. Kessler gives it right back. Throwing the lob to Kessler, who's down low. Couldn't really collect. And a bad shot goes off the backboard. And the long pass on the alley-oop attempt goes out of bounds, but tipped away by Chris Dunn. It'll stay with the breakers. And again, just kind of a ragged first quarter here. It, it is, and, and you expect that with a team like this New Zealand team. I mean, you... Jordan Clarkson, seven points, three assists in the first quarter. Long entry pass to McDowell White. Gets ahead of steam, steps into a long three straight away. Back iron, missed it. And the Jazz can hold for the last shot of the first quarter. Chris Dunn stands right at the note at the midcourt stripe. And will hammer the dribble with eight seconds. With seven seconds, now starts the offense. Dunn drives. Dunn kicks it left. Long three. It's up. It's good. And the Utah Jazz with 1.8 seconds left lead 31 to 11. Shot at the buzzer goes off the backboard. And the Jazz will take a 20-point lead into the second frame. Nice performance, nice drive, nice kick, and a beautiful shot. You're listening to Utah Jazz Basketball. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play proudly presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. And remember, Utah Jazz most valuable educators presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Jazz and Instructure will recognize 17 MBEs. Each one will receive a visit from a Jazz Bear, from the Jazz Bear, a $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, and tickets to watch a Jazz game in a suite. Go to utahjazz.com slash MBE to nominate your favorite educator right now. All right, Jazz trying to steal the inbounds. We'll stay with the breakers on the I don't think baseline. They, I think But they're going to review this as though, okay. Yep. Did Dunn hold his jerseys? He was. So we'll have our first official review of the night, brought to you by Motive Health, bending the trend on health insurance premiums. Okay, I see why they're going to review it. If, if he was holding him before the ball was thrown in, that's going to be a key shot. So that's just trying to make sure the timing of the of the pass thrown in bounds. See, there's the hole. The Ooh, and the yeah. Ball, yeah, so there's going to be free throws here. Motive Health, sustainable employee-sponsored health insurance, the insurance company that pays you for being an athlete, focused on lowering your out-of-pocket costs. The foul is deemed to be an away-from-the-play foul. One shot for anybody in the game, and play will resume with possession on the baseline. You nailed it. Chris Dunn getting a little grabby on the jersey. Well, you can see why you got that little guy that's so fast. You know, you don't want him outrunning. 
Yeah. A little front right. Yep. High foot 11. So, going to the free throw line, Leia Fowl will shoot a free throw. And misses it off the front of the iron. By the way, a couple of former Utah State Aggies were part of the New Zealand Breakers. Ty Wesley, who played his high school ball at Provo High School, played about a decade for the New Zealand Breakers. Gary Wilkinson, another player, was part of the team for a long time. Okay. There's a basketball after college. Yep. You, you know what? If you're a good college player, you can make money somewhere. Somewhere. I mean, there's enough leagues now, I think, that you can go and get three or four years. Jackson Cartwright drew the foul. So now the breakers will reset inbound on the far sideline. Ball tipped away once again, and this time they'll say off of Jackson Cartwright, and it'll go back to the Utah Jazz. 31 to 11, 20 point game for the Utah Jazz with 11.45 left here in the second quarter. Chris Dunn working it left, throwing the alley-oop. It's a high pass, Kessler trying to slip it to Collins, but the foul will go against the Utah Jazz on the push. And the breakers will receive the ball back. Again, just really just disjointed basketball, and sometimes that happens when you have play a game like this. Working to left as Leifau. Back to Jackson Cartwright, tries to slip it in the post, can't find anybody. Back to Cartwright, slings it back right. Down low in the right low block. Turnaround jumper, layup out, shot blocked. Kessler gets a hold of it. Jazz trying to run the break. Chris Dunn in transition, leaves it for a trailing Collins. Collins does not take the three. Back to Horton Tucker, comes around the screen and forces it left. Laurie Markinen, long baseline three. Yep. No big deal. Or Walker Kessler, yeah, Walker my Kessler, bad. Didn't think Kessler would be there in the baseline, but yeah, Kessler buries the three. How about that? Long three, right wing is up and good. As Leifau gets the shot back, 34-14. I feel bad. I just took Walker Kessler's big moment away from him as he buries the three from the left wing. Timeout on the court, 10.49 left to go here in the second quarter as the Utah Jazz leading big, 34-14. to Leif Tulin here with your Jazz 50 moment presented by Delta. Thurl Bailey reminisces about his instant connection he felt with his head coach, Frank Layden. When I first got to Utah, Frank Layden was one of the first people I met. And I, I really, when I met him, I was like, this guy's hilarious. Is he really my coach? Because I didn't know at the next level how serious coaches were because it was a business now. And so um, when I met Frank, we started talking about him being from New York and Jim Balbano's name came up in the national championship and I felt like I had known Frank for years. Beautiful alley-oop dunk as the Jazz get another two. John Collins with a beautiful alley-oop throwdown and the Jazz lead at 36-14. That's your Jazz at 50 moments. Statistically, the world is losing color. All white kitchens, beige nurseries, gray cars, but the destination Delta flies to there's a vibrant world out there, folks, and sometimes opening your world is all it takes to open your mind. Delta, proud to be the official airlines and community partner of the Utah Jazz. Jazz working left to right, and they're all white unis. Colin Sexton working around the horn. Gets outside the three-point line. 
three starters on the floor anyway. Yeah, Keontae George trying to work through things. Pretty good ball game against the Portland Trailblazers. Yep, we're going to start seeing guys start to leave this game and we're not going to see them back in the game. George gets the nice screen, works the left wing of the court. And pulls up, long three, no good, missed it. And the rebound ripped down by the breakers. Quickly going the other way. Leaves it left, layup out, driving, right hand floater, tipped away at the last second. Walker Kessler got a hand on that one. And the Jazz quickly going the other way. Taylor Horton Tucker, he'll rise into a long three. And that is missed, but there's Collins with the rebound. Slips it down to Kessler, who throws it down with the two-handed dunk. Walker Kessler gets the bucket. And the Jazz push the lead, 38 to 14. Breakers with a blistering 16% from the field. Ball on the cross-court pass, nearly stolen away by Dunn. Tipped away, out of bounds, and it will go to the Utah Jazz. Parker Cartwright and Chris Dunn fighting for it. Goes out of bounds, and the Jazz force another turnover. Now remember, this team, now look, they lost badly to the Portland Trailblazers, but they had a lead about midway through the second quarter before the Trailblazers pulled away. This game, this was over right from the opening tip-off. Offensive foul goes against the Jazz. Horton Tucker's gonna get hit with that one. That big body going up against Leifau. He had no chance, but they're gonna hit him with the charge. Yeah. Tucker has a, a very strong body. Also, seven foot one wingspan. Tell you what, when he comes barreling down the lane, you want no part of that. Breakers working right to left. Parker Jackson gets around the screen, steps back, takes the long jumper from the free throw line and knocks it down. This guy's got an impressive resume. Last year in Turkey, averaged nearly 18 points and seven, uh, we'll give him 7.7 .7 assists per game. Was the Bundesliga MVP. Drive, kick to Kessler. Kessler shot blocked on the way up. They'll call a jump ball. And we'll jump it up at the baseline. 38-16. Able to tie him up is Matthew He's back into the game once again. Got the start. Haven't seen him for a minute. He's six foot ten and that's a pretty good jumping ability. Gotta imagine some of these guys are trying to put some NBA tape out there too for potential opportunities down the line. Absolutely. So Kessler and Matthew will jump at the free throw line and it's controlled by, oh, not the Jazz, as Parker Cartwright steals it away and lays it up and in. Jazz got caught napping and Matthew with that speed says, all right, you guys, you guys aren't gonna hustle. I'll go ahead and take it. Take it coast to coast and get the layup. George just gave up on the play. Yeah. Deontay George trying to get it right back. Crossover dribble and blocked at the rim. No foul call. Wants it. And he will not be rewarded. Cross-court pass going the other way. Leaves it back to the breakers. And the ball knocked out of bounds. Cheatham had an opportunity for a layup. But Horton Tucker and others getting in there to knock it away. And it'll go off of the breakers back to the Utah Jazz. Tell you what, this team will hustle on you. You're going to get lazy out there. They'll make you pay. They're doing a pretty good job of trying to cut the middle off. You see the Jazz have not taken a lot of perimeter shots. Everything is like that. Yep. 
Keontae George wraparound pass to Kessler, bobbled around, went off a couple guys. Finally, Kessler able to collect and lay it up at the end, but the Jazz not back on defense, and a long outlet pass down low, and the Jazz forced the foul. Not very many perimeter shots. Even the three-point field goal attempt right now only made four of uh, 12. Zylan Cheatham was the one fouled. By the way, Walker Kessler, whose night I imagine will be over here pretty soon, has eight points and three blocks. Although the Jazz bringing some starters. Kessler, or excuse me, Markkinen's coming back in. Clarkson's coming back in. Olenek's coming in. Keontae George is going to take a breather. Let's see who else comes out of this game. Chris Dunn out and Walker Kessler out. So the Jazz giving the starters a little bit more run here with 7.54 left to go in the first half. Jazz leading comfortably, as you would expect, over the New Zealand Breakers, 40 to 19. Okay. Yes. You've got Jordan Clarkson and Tucker Kessler. I expect to see some perimeter jump shots now with that line. Yep. Free throws up and good, 40 to 20. 20 point lead for the Jazz, 7.53 and counting left here in the first half. Salem Horton Tucker bodied up at the three-quarter court line. Finally crosses the timeline. Olenek back to Horton Tucker, back to Olenek. Looking for a driving market in, in traffic, lays it up, won't go, but tips up in his own miss and puts it in. 42 to 20, Jazz up by 22. Jackson Cartwright looking for Anthony Lamb instead, reverses course, comes to the far side of the court, has a matchup against Markkinen, takes him off the dribble, slings it right, long, well, does not step into a three, instead passes out of it. Lamb won't take it. Parker Cartwright now with the ball on the baseline. Lost the handle. His floater with the left hand is up and good. And you're seeing some flashes why this guy has had some success in international basketball as the pass will go out of bounds as a poor pass from Collins to Clarkson. And Clarkson lost the handle, and it goes out of bounds on the far sideline. These players will get an earful at halftime. Oh, yeah. That's not going to be a fun conversation. You're leading by 20 just by sheer athleticism. The Jazz have not played well. Well, the turnovers is what Will talked about so often with this team. Parker Cartwright gets right around the Jazz, but uh, Horton Tucker swats his ball away, and then the steal on the other end, and Horton Tucker forced a foul. So Horton Tucker is getting roughed up a little bit by the youngster from Arizona, giving up the size advantage. He did get the block shot, but gave up the steal and then the foul on the other end. He's just so fast. Guys like that don't get tired either. No, no. Parker Jackson Cartwright from Arizona, working to right wing. Pass, then recollects. Slings it to the right side of the court to lay a foul. Cheatham, back up top. To Parker Cartwright, crossover dribble, step back, take the long straightaway three, and miss it. Foul down low. And let's see who it's against. It'll go against the Breakers. And the Jazz will have the ball with 6.33 left here in the first half. 42 to 22, our score. Scott Gerard filling in for David Locke alongside Ron Boone. Cheatham picking up his third foul. Inbounded. Taylor Horton Tucker. To Olenek. Olenek, right wing, three point line extended. Looking for marketing, but closed off. Finally has to give it to Collins. Collins crossover dribble, spins in the lane, puts the reverse layup up and in, and he's fouled. Beautiful play. John Collins putting that athleticism on display 
putting his man in the spin cycle with the reverse layup, draws the foul. Meacham had no chance, and it's a easy bucket for the Jazz. What a move. Yeah. I mean, what really helped him there was not only the quick spin move, but he was able to finish on the opposite side of the rim, which meant if Cheatham wanted to block that shot, he had to go through the rim in order to do it. Good luck with that. John Collins, that's the big question mark this year, right? Is how does he fit in with this team? Four fouls there for Cheatham. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Collins now in double digits, 10 points, three rebounds, one assist, and now making 11 points after the old-fashioned three-point play. And the Jazz leading comfortably by 23. Breakers right wing, three-point line extended. Tom Abercrombie into the game for the Breakers. He had a run in the first quarter. Now back to Parker Cartwright, driving against Olenek, blocked, but fouled. And he'll go to the free throw line. He's got only two, let's see here, got six points on the night tonight. Three of nine shooting, 0 of four from the three-point line. Not a shot out there he's not a fan of taking. And certainly not a drive. And in this game, when you're really struggling, you might as well just try to create something. Misses his first free throw. One more coming up. Modi Moore is the head coach of the New Zealand Breakers. 38 years old. He was born in Los Angeles, but of Israeli descent. In his uh, first year as head coach of this team, was an assistant last year. Horton Tucker slips it to Markadin, who puts up the shot in traffic and can't get it to go. And look at the young man fly down the court, slings it right. Now skip pass to the far side, and the ball stolen away on a bad pass. And Markadin will keep it himself, leaves it for a trailing Clarkson, slings it cross court to Olenek, down low in the post to Collins, who has to retreat and will face up on the baseline. Now comes to the wing, cross court back to Olenek. He'll take the three, leaves it short, and the rebound pulled down by the Breakers. Drive as Parker Cartwright, or Jackson Cartwright, excuse me, fouled at the rim. And we'll have a couple more free throws coming up. You have to be glad when this ball game's over and have yes. to chase that little guy around. Will Hardy had some comments. We just saw a big bucket from John Collins and talked about what he brings to the game. It's not necessarily about adding with, with John right now. I think we need to give a little bit of time to sort of see where the ball finds him in our environment. You know, I, I know for a fact that I'm confident that when John gets his feet set and he's open, he shoots it, we think it's going in. He's another guy who shot the ball really well throughout camp, in particular, shows a lot of comfort in the corners. You know, maybe my happiest moment of last game with John was when he came off the pin down and his guy went underneath and he sat behind it right in front of our bench, let it fly. Jackson Cartwright makes both free throws. Jazz can't get the shot to go on the other end. Drive on the baseline, reverse layup, easy one is up and in for the Breakers. And Anthony Lamb's got the bucket. And at what point was a 24-point game? has been trimmed down to 18, 45-27. Another missed opportunity by the Jazz on a bad shot. The Breakers don't have numbers, but Jackson Cartwright doesn't care. Leaves it left, long three, missed. Nice offensive rebound pulled down by Abercrombie. And another three from the left wing. This one missed. No, oh, it rattles in. Took a bad bounce, looked like it was going to bounce off the rim, and then rolls back in. 
And layup out gets it to go with the breakers. Booner are on an 8-0 run. They've got the lead to 15. Well, this, this is the thing with them. Now, going to the basket, you got three guys around you. They really close off the middle of the floor. And the Jazz are not getting any jumpers. And there's the Jordan Clarkson going in there as well. Again, and as soon as you get toward, close enough to the basket, you got three guys around you. They're slapping at the basketball. And the Jazz are not scoring. And then the flip side of that, the perimeter game for the Jazz is non-existent. Jordan Clarkson at his shot block. Jazz get the offensive rebound, kick it back to Clarkson, drives and fouled, and he's got a couple free throws. But you're right, they're like, look, we'll let you shoot threes all day, but we're not letting you get shots at the rim. Not at the rim. So Clarkson trying to snap this 8-0 run, and he does, making the free throw. 46-30 with 4-10 left here in the first half. Clarkson now with eight points, three rebounds and four assists. And here comes the second free throw for Clarkson. That is up and that rims in as well. Abercrombie will inbound to Jackson Cartwright, who's kind of settled in here and starting to give the Jazz some fits. Gets around his man, easy layup. Oh boy, that's not gonna sit well with Colin Sexton. Colin to go right back at him. Oh, he's gonna guard Clarkson. Yep, so Clarkson has the speedster from Arizona in his back pocket. 47 to 32, 15 point game. Olenek leads it back for Sexton. Sexton working the left wing, driving, puts the shot up and no good. But Olenek, it, it's actually Markkinen's able to get the tip in right before the shot clock buzzer. Thought that might get waved off with the buzzer, but they're gonna say Markkinen was able to tip it in in time. Long three, right wing, missed it. And it's a good thing for the Jazz that the Breakers are not a good three-point shooting team. Breakers on the night tonight, three of 16 already from the three-point line. Marketing leaves his three balls short, and the rebound plucked out of the air by Leopau, who works right to left. 17-point game, three minutes left here in the first half. Jazz led by as many as 24, but have had the lead cut down to as low as 15. Yes, switching one through five. Cartwright driving, gets around Olenek, misses the layup. It was there for him. Used his speed to get around him, but just couldn't finish. Olenek thought about stepping into three, instead leaves it for Markkinen, who lays it up and in on the drive, gets the bucket, and will get the end one. 51 to 32, timeout on the court. We will take it. You are listening to Utah Jazz Basketball. This is a Utah Jazz Play For More player profile. Plus the foul. Leave Tulane here with your Play For More player profile. Ochai Bajer recalls the moment in which he felt he could thrive in the NBA in his eventful rookie season. The first time I really started getting real minutes um, at, at Houston, um, when I started, you know, was making corner threes, making those shots, and making some plays there. But really, it was it was that moment where, where I knew I could contribute be part of this team and play in this league. Yeah, he talks about that quite a bit there, Scotty, that you, once he got settled and, and his confidence level built up, um, he, Will Hardy had already told him to play like he did when he was in college, and, and so that ball game really started his confidence going very well. When a Motive Health member walks 8,000 steps a day, they can receive $1 in their HSA for a $250 a year. 
All right, Laurie Marketing makes the free throw. Jazz push the lead back to 20, 52-32 after the Breakers were able to work it down to 15. Breakers and they're all pink unis. It's taking a bit of an adjustment to get accustomed to that. Working right to left. Gets to the right wing, kicks it back up top. As Leifau has had some nice moments in this game, kicks it down low, turnaround jumper, up and good for the Breakers. As Anthony Lamb's able to get it go, 52-34. Colin Sexton picked up at midcourt. Marketing. Jazz still the number of key starters out on the court right now. As Sexton leaves it for Clarkson, lines up the left wing three and nestles it home. And the Jazz get the big three from Jordan Clarkson, who now has 15 in the game tonight, leading all scores. About 21 points last year and, and, and playing a different style. Yep. Career high last year in points, assists across the board. Also minutes, just a big season for Jordan Clarkson is a full-time starter for the Utah Jazz. Jazz with the ball left to right. Nice dish to Sexton who then works it left. Long baseline three, that is missed and the rebound pulled down by the Breakers. 55-37. McDowell White into the game for the first time. He started and then has been on the bench for quite some time since. Isaiah Leifau now on the left wing. Kicks it down low in the post as Lamb can't get the shot to go, but draws the foul. So Clarkson, as we mentioned, 20, as you mentioned, 21 points a game, 4.4 assists, and played 32 minutes, and now can build on that. There's a lot to work on with this young man, and what his role will be with this team is going to be really fun to watch. Let's take a quick moment to pause 10 seconds for local stations to identify themselves. You're listening to you uh, to Utah Jazz Basketball. All right, Colin Sexton working left to right. Picked up by McDowell. Back to Clarkson. Clarkson's that bill to recollect the bad pass. Back to Sexton, back to Clarkson. Clarkson gets the elbow, retreats. Then a entry pass goes awry looking for Olinick. And here comes the breakers off of the turnover. McDowell White, long three, right wing. Missed, but tipped up and in by McDowell White as Anthony Lamb couldn't get the three to go and Colin Sexton the young bull driving down the court in a hurry draws the foul on the other side with 31 seconds left. That window, and the Jazz have cutters in the paint, it closes very quickly with these guys. Like we, we said this many, I'm gonna have to see a shot chart, but I don't think there's been very many perimeter shots taken by the Jazz so far 50, in this ballgame. Yeah, I know, 55-41, a 14-point game. Again, every time the Jazz seem to try to pull away the breakers, Bring him right back in, 56-41. When the score was 51-32, the Jazz had 30 points in the paint already. 57-41 after both free throws are made by the Jazz. McDowell White then kicks it right to Abercrombie down on the right low post, working around the horn, lay a foul. And back in the post. Number 22, Dane Pinu. Back to McDowell White, coming around the horn. Abercrombie takes the jumper from the elbow, no good, but the rebound 
is tipped up and in, but they're going to say a foul before is going to go against the breakers and wipe the bucket off the, off the uh, scoreboard. 57-41. Pinu got hit with the foul. So the bucket does not count, and it's going to be free throws on the other end as Laurie Market is going to step to the line. 8.3 seconds left. Tell you what, give the breakers a lot of credit here, Booner. These guys are hanging in there. Well, you can see they're a scrappy team. Play hard. What I'm impressed with is how quickly they close the middle. Free throw up and good for Markkinen, who's now got 14 points on the night tonight. I said Clarkson had 15. He actually has 12. And you've got... Uh, Jackson Cartwright with 11, and Lamb with 11, leading the breakers in scoring. Laurie Markin in second free throw, trying to push this up to an 18-point lead, and leaves it well short, and we're going to get a lane violation. I don't see that called very often. So these officials got to get these, this stuff worked out in the preseason, because you know they're never going to call that in the regular season. 58-41, again, 8.3 seconds left. Here comes the second free throw for Markkinen. And his bonus free throw is good. 59-41. McDowell White picked up by Sexton at midcourt. And guess what, folks? We have another foul. Shocker. So that'll go against the Jazz, and it will send the Breakers to the line. As a player, how hard is it in these games when, it, when it's like this? It's, I don't know if it's just staying focused. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what kind of game plan they put together. We didn't see much this morning. Like I said, it was more of a training camp yeah. they had this morning. Uh, but it's. The team is not going to beat you. Yeah. So no. Yeah. But when it's just disjointed and it's ragged and you can't get in any flow, I got to imagine it's just kind of a tough situation as a player. It is. Let's we'll see if the Jazz get jumpers the second, the second half. But right now, they're just closing off the middle. 2.6 seconds left. Clarkson lets it fly from midcourt but can't get it to go. And the Jazz will take a 17-point lead in the break. Largest lead was 24. Now it sits at 17 as the New Zealand Breakers trying to make things a little nerve-wracking for the Jazz. 59-43, to 43. excuse me, 16-point lead. 59-43 is your halftime score. This copyrighted broadcast of the National Basketball Association may not be retransmitted, reproduced, rebroadcast, or otherwise distributed or used in any form without the express written consent of the NBA. The players are back on the floor. And he rocks the catball! The horn is sounded, and the second half is ready to bring more non-stop NBA basketball. That's the 10, lays it up and in. Back to David Locke and the legend, Ron Boone. All right, welcome back to Delta Center. It's Utah Jazz basketball as the Jazz have brought out a new starting lineup to start the second half as we are underway and let's go through these you got taylor hendricks will get the start here in the second half simone fontecchio will also get the start you got uh, abaji out there and omar yurtseven so the jazz saying you know what 
I think we saw enough from our guys. We know we're going to win this game, so let's let the youngsters do their thing. Figured Will would do something like this. I don't think he'll go as far as to lose the game, but give these guys a chance. Mathieng at the free throw line after initial foul on the first play. We're only 14 seconds in this thing before the Jazz get hit with a foul. Makes the first free throw and uh, another one coming up and he easily knocks it down. So Fontecchio hands over to Keontae George. Who's picked up at midcourt by uh, McDowell, or excuse me, by Jackson Cartwright. George, left wing, three-point line extended, takes two steps inside the line, takes the jumper and knocks it down. Deontay George, that's that athleticism on display and his ability to create his own shot. He sold it like he was going to drive to the basket. Defense takes a step or two back, and he pulls up and knocks down the jumper. Jackson Cartwright gets a nice screen from Matthew drives, is dished down low, stolen and deflected away, and Keontae George all by himself. Showtime, two-handed dunk on the drive after the steal, and the Jazz jump out to a 18-point lead, 63-45. McDowell White, bounce pass in the lane, kicked away by the Jazz, so They'll reset things here on the near sideline. Put 14 back on the clock. This morning in practice, they had different stations working on different type of defense. And I think this group will start the second half playing a, a zone. A lot of things you can work on in a game like this. Jackson Cartwright slings it to McDowell White. Back to the young man from Arizona. Swinging around the horn. Left wing three. No good. Ripped down by Yurt Seven. And the Jazz going the other way. Keontae George running the point. And you and I had a conversation we're going to get to on our next time out about how many minutes he's going to play this season. Ochai Abaje picks up his dribble, kicks it to George, back to Abaje. He takes the three, misses it, but the rebound pulled down. Looked like your seven might have a chance to get it, but the breakers come away with it. Setting things up. Driving is Lamb. Lamb gets a reverse layup opportunity and gets around Fontecchio and is able to get it up and in. But you said a number. He played 23 minutes in that game against Portland the other night. You asked me after the game, you think that might be a number he might hit? I think he's going to get uh, a chance to play at least 20 minutes of ball game. I don't think they feel they don't lose anything when he's out there on the floor and giving him the experience he needs and there's an upside to his game. Taylor uh, Hendricks. Gets hit with the travel on the drive. Sorry to cut you off there. Which means more um, upside to his game right now than it is for Hendricks or Bryce. Jackson Cartwright to McDowell White on the left wing. Slings it back to his point guard, then back to the left wing. As the two play catch back and forth. Jackson Cartwright leads it to a trailing Matheny, and he's able to get the floater up and in. Nice bounce pass. Keontae George driving the lane, can't finish in the rim. Wow, whoop full head of steam, just couldn't get it to go. And quickly going the other way is the Breakers. McDowell White to Jackson Cartwright on the center circle. As New Zealand just waiting patiently. Bad entry pass in the post. Tipped off the hands, and Yurt Seven comes away at the turnover. Deontay George, left wing, Jazz lead 63-49, back to a 14-point game. 
Jasmine led by as many as 24. Felt like this was going to be a huge blowout. And New Zealand's just keeping in play. Yurt seven down low, but the ball ripped out of the hands as Jackson Cartwright, the thief in the night, slings it back to Lamb. Right wing three, missed, and the rebound pulled down by Keontae George. See what happens there. You got a, a 6'11 guy, and you bring the ball down to your waist to shoot. And what happens? That little guy is right down there to steal it. Nice floater in the lane, but just won't go for Abaje as the New Zealand Breakers are four of 20 from three. They're not hesitant to shoot him, they just can't make him tonight. McDowell White, left wing, back to Cheatham. Cheatham on the right side, leaves it over to Jackson Cartwright. And a foul away from the ball is gonna go against the Jazz. Looks like Keontae George will pick it up. And now the Jazz are back to man to man. Dane Pinu into the game. He will spell Matheny, who's going to take a breather. Pinu, the St. Mary star. Feels like he got a few St. Mary's guys, surprisingly. Australian and New Zealand guys playing at St. Mary's. That doesn't make any sense. Drive into the lane, leaves it for Pinu. His floater up and no good. Rebound ripped down by... The Utah Jazz, Hendricks able to get the board, now let it look quickly to Keontae George. George, three-point line, straightaway extended. Tries to cross over, puts the shot up, no good, but draws the foul as he's able to get, cheat him up in the line, up in the air, and draw the foul. 7.49 left to go here in the third quarter. Jazz leading 63-49 to against the breaker team that's just not willing to go away, but the Jazz... Kind of going a little bit deeper in their bench, and I got to imagine Booner, they'll go deeper as the game goes on. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Cheatham, fifth foul. Yeah, <clears throat> I would imagine that you know some of those starters are they're done for the night. Keontae George misses his first free throw. Any of those guys are sitting over there with the ice on their knees, you know they're done. Yep. Abercrombie, number ten, is going to check in for Cheatham. One more free throw coming up for Keontae George. George lines it up and knocks it down. One for two on that trip for Keontae George. 7.49 left, third quarter action. Jazz back up by 15. And that's kind of where we've been, anywhere from like 18 to 14, ever since the Breakers went on that run near the end of the third quarter. McDowell White slings it back up top to Jackson Cartwright who drives into the lane, turns around, shoots, and can't get it to go. Yurt 7 pulls down the board. Huge height advantage for him out there. He should be pulling down boards right and left. George lines up straight away three. Yes, wow, Keontae George, no hesitation, steps up to the three and knocks it down. Jazz up by 18. That's that transition three that David really loved. Jazz, for the league, rather, shot 36% in that. Transition three. Abercrombie takes a circus shot, won't go, but an offensive rebound pulled down by Lamb. And they'll reset things with Jackson Cartwright, who takes a floater in the lane and won't go. Keontae George has scored the last eight points for the Utah Jazz. Leaves it for a trailing yurt seven, steps into a transition three, and the big man knocks it down. Showing range in the Jazz up by 21, 70 to 49. Seven foot, 264 pound big man from Turkey. No big deal. Well, that was in transition. He says he's more of a pick and pop player, but that was in transition. That was impressive. 
Trying to find Lamb in the post. They can't get it to him. So Malcolm White will put a floater on his drive and nestles it home with the right hand. And he's got those. I figured that was his first bucket of the night. Yep. Only two points. Played his ball at Fresno State. Averaged 10 points, three rebounds, and five, assi uh, five assists for the Bulldogs. Fresno State used to be one of the powers in the country when Jerry Cartonian. Oh, yeah. Here at Sevens, he'll try to hit another bucket in the lane. Jumper up and jumper down. 72-51. He's got five straight for the Jazz. Kind of like his game. Remember, he started 16 games two years ago as Mount, uh, McDowell White saw the lane open up. Somebody got missed on an assignment, and he's able to get the layup. But remember, he's played significant NBA minutes. Started 16 games two years ago for the Heat. And then last year only played nine games as County, or excuse me, uh, Hendricks misses a three from the straightaway. Another drive and another missed assignment as easily into the lane goes Jackson Cartwright. And that's four straight for the breakers, cutting the Jazz lead back to 17, 72-55. Deontay George pump fakes the three, then steps back, shoots it again, misses, and the ball tipped around. Your seventh is able to collect, kicks it right, long three, right wing. That is up, and that is good. Ochai Abaja. perimeter shots here this sec, third quarter. It's what you wanted. Yeah. We got some pretty good shooters on this team. 75-55, 20-point lead for the Jazz. There's a foul on the court. It's going to go against the Breakers when we come back. 4.41 left to go here in the third quarter. You are listening to Utah Jazz Basketball. Oh, boy, he goes beast mode. He's blazing. He's blistering. He's scorching. He's your Utah Jazz hot player of the game. Slams it home. Two on one pass break. Lob and a throw down. Larry Market, and that's not going to be blocked at the rim. As he throws it down, beautiful pass from Jordan Clark. Larry Market, who buries the three from the left wing. Looking for a driver. In traffic, lays it up, won't go, but tips up in his own miss and puts it in. Larry Market and our hot player brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. 441 left to go here in the third quarter. You will not see Larry Market in again tonight, I would assume. As the Jazz leading this game, 75 to 55. Pass to the outside, miss. As Abercrombie unable to knock down the three and Abaji going the other way quickly, driving into the lane. Underhand scoop shot, no good, but draws the foul. One at the end one, just couldn't get the bucket to drop for him. And he will go to the line. Lucas Shamanich into the game for the first time tonight for the Utah Jazz. Abaji will step to the line for two. Like his game on this team. Shamanich? Yeah, he has range. He can shoot the basketball. Good height. I thought he played well for the team last year. And not sure if he's going to be able to work in with into the rotation. Hey, Booner, guess who's making his preseason debut? Bryce Sensabaugh, number eight, out on the court tonight. So let's see what he can do. The six foot six, 235 pound first round pick from the Ohio State University. Checking in for the first time. Coming around the screen. McDowell White thought about the three and now carried it. Probably should have just shot the three. Made it easier on himself. 
Ochai Abaji, excuse me, will inbound here on the near sideline. Sets the ball, taps it to him. Abaji crossing the timeline. McCall White picks him up at midcourt, slings it over to Keontae George on the left wing, tries to blow by his man, but then crossover, slips it down to Yurt Sevens, who lays it up and in and draws the. Oh, to get him with the offensive, never mind. Thought he was going to get the end one, but they get him with the offensive foul. And so, ball goes back to the New Zealand Breakers. Come on, man. Reward the big man with the end no one. That was a hell of a heck of a, uh, sorry, heck of a, uh, heck of a bucket there. <laughs> it's a family show. I'm sorry. I think Hans will let you know. But. Yeah, I know, for sure. <laughs> Anthony say that on T on radio. Baseline jumper up and good. Beautiful bucket off of the crossover. Lamb's able to knock it down. 77-57. New Zealand cuts it to a 20-point game. Keontae George fights through a double team and turns it over. Dal White doesn't have numbers. Leaves it for a trailing lamb. Gets it right back though. Three-point line extended straight away. High screen. Swings it left. And a baseline drive, Ramanovic is able to lay it up and in on the reverse layup. Micah Potter also set to check in on the next timeout. Shamanich leaves it right, baseline shot. Yurt Sevens knocks it down from the baseline. He's got seven points on the night tonight. 79-59, back to a 20-point game. Johnny Juzang also set to check in on the next dead ball, too. Jazz starting to empty their bench. Straight away three, missed. Shamanich able to rip down the rebound for the Jazz. Gets past his man, draws the foul. And now you will see Micah Potter check in, Juzang check in. Who else we got coming in? Romeo Langford also checking in, Booner. Get a chance to see some of these guys up close in person when we come back. 2.43 left to go here in the third quarter. It is the Utah Jazz leading the New Zealand Breakers 79 to 59. This is Utah Jazz basketball. It's time for our bench player of the night, our far best, our far better bench player of the night, brought to you by Far Better Ice Cream. Tonight's far better bench player of the game, Ochai Abaje, has got 12 points. Far Better Ice Cream, proud partner of the Utah Jazz. You'll find Far Better Ice Cream in your favorite grocery store. Only the best for family and friends. What's the ice cream of choice for you in terms of flavor? I'm going to go with cookie dough myself. What's your, what's your ice cream flavor of choice? Ice cream? Yeah. Greylings and cream. Oh, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. All right, Jazz with Micah Potter on the left wing. Leaves it for Bryce Sensabaugh. Sensabaugh brings it back up top to Potter. Takes a contested long three, banks it in. Oh, how about that? And look at the tent for the Jazz. Yeah, they're all up on that one. Not sure if he called bank or not, doesn't matter. It still counts the same. Micah Potter, straightaway three, knocks it down. Foul on the other end as the breakers live down here on the near sideline. 82-59, that's a great moment for him. <laughs> McDowell White will inbound here on the near sideline. Swings it up top to Mathieu. And then over and back as the ball lost the handle. And McDowell White has to go in the backcourt back court and collect. 
and it's a turnover with 2.09 left to go here in the third quarter. I gotta imagine you as a player when you got guys that don't see a lot of time but are still busting their butt going through camp and it's a shot like that. That's gotta be a lot, that's gotta be a fun moment. Yeah, you expect to see him a lot though in. Langford on the drive, trying to kiss it off the glass, wouldn't go. Shabanich is able to get the offensive rebound. He spins, nearly puts a foot on the line, but is able to kick it up top. Working around the horn, gets into the lane to Sensabaugh. He takes his first shot attempt of the preseason, and it won't go. Goes off the rim, out of bounds, and will go to the breakers. Bryce Sensabaugh, near 40% three-point shooter at Ohio State University, getting a run here early. Or, excuse me, getting a run here in the third quarter. Mapping to Cameron Glidden into the game for the first time tonight for the Breakers. Rotating around the horn. Hands to McDowell White. McDowell White into the lane. Contested shot, but able to kiss it off the glass and get it to go. 119 and counting. Left third quarter action. Driving his length, but leaves it for Shamanich, who throws down the dunk. Beautiful pass. McDowell White crossing the timeline. Hands left to Mathing. As New Zealand slowing things down here. Running a weave outside the three-point line. Down low to Mathening. Puts the hook shot up and gets it to go. 84-63, 46 seconds left here in the third quarter. Both teams starting to empty their bench a little bit. Romeo Langford, right wing, hands to Potter, back to Langford, nearly lost the handle, able to reflect on the right wing. Bad pass, deflected away and stolen away, and the breakers forced the turnover. 28 seconds left to go. McDowell White slings it left, nothing there, reverses, and then recollects on the right wing. 10 seconds on the shot clock. Breaker drive, breaker floater, and a late foul is going to be called on the Utah Jazz on the drive. That'll end up going against Micah Potter, number 25. With 13.9 seconds left, and the Jazz leading this game 84-63. Ooh, I don't know about that foul, Booter. No, it didn't look like that was a very good call. Angles are everything with officials, and the young lady is the official. Rob's to Vicious, attempting the free throws. Scott looking for his eighth point of the night. Knocks it down, he'll have one more. Daniel Fotu getting his first run for the Breakers, checking into the game. Also, Isaiah Leifau, who had a big run in the first half, also checking in. Fotu, also a St. Mary's player. Six foot seven player, grew up in Auckland. And the Jazz can hold for the last shot, leading by 19, 84 to 65. 10 seconds left. Shamanich to Potter. Potter, pump fakes the three, driving into the lane, kicks it right. Langford can't do anything and didn't keep an eye on the clock and it runs out without a shot attempt for the Utah Jazz. 84 to 65, Jazz lead by 19. We'll kick off your fourth quarter when we come back. It's the Jazz 84, New Zealand Breakers 65 in your final home preseason game of the exhibition schedule right here at the Delta Center. <laughs> 
Right corner three. Wow! 36 minutes are in the books. The crowd is getting at, and the fourth quarter is here. 12 minutes to go. Here's David Locke and the legend Ron Boone. Scott Gerard filling in for David Locke. Jazz play-by-play -play, proudly presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Still on the inbound, leads through a drive for the breakers, which ends in a foul, which will lead to two free throws. And look who's back in, Parker Jackson Cartwright, creating problems once again for the Utah Jazz. This is a young man who got off to a really slow start, hasn't shot the ball well tonight for the breakers, but you see the speed, you see the athleticism, and you see the problems he can cause with the steal and the drive. It was the Bundesliga MVP in, the, in uh, Turkey last year, and the Breakers were able to peel him away from that league, and he'll be a big part of their team this season. Yeah, such speed and quick hands that you just don't kind of change directions trying to dribble around here. You have to go somewhere with it. 84-66, second free throw missed. Pull-up shot and Langford gets it to go. Or Sensabaugh, excuse me. So Sensabaugh gets the bucket, 86-66, 20-point lead for the Jazz. Jackson Cartwright fouled once again. Sensabaugh gets hit with that one. Bryce Sensabaugh seeing his first action, as we mentioned, as a Jazz man here in the preseason, the Ohio State draft pick. Not too many guys in the league 5'11 with that kind of speed. Yeah. So you feel bad getting beat or having to defend something like that, but realistically, when the season starts, there you go wow. again. Blew right by him. <laughs> Leads to a long three as he kicked it out and able to knock it down and lay a foul. But holy smokes. There for a moment, Romeo Langford looked like his feet were stuck to the floor as part uh, Jackson Carr went right, right, went right around him. Sensabaugh nearly has the ball tipped out of his hands. It goes out of bounds. It'll stay with the Jazz. So that's the third time he's got a deflection there. Uh, uh, Cartwright stripped him once. He's dribbling too close to his body. Get the ball away from his body, especially with the quick hands of, of Cartwright. Ball nearly deflected away. Finally back in the hands of Sensabaugh. Crossover, driving, pull-up floater. No good. Rebound pulled down by the Breakers. And Jackson Cartwright puts on the Jets, puts a floater up in the lane, and gets it to go. 86-71. You remember a player that played for UCLA named Tyus Edney? Tyus Edney played. Yes, I do. He reminds me a lot of him. Just quick, yeah. Yep. Short, got a quick. Few, got a few years in the league. 15-point lead. Tyus Edney. There's a name from the past. Hit a game winner in the, I want to say, round of 16 to uh, beat UCLA. Game is in Boise. I was there for that one. Floater up and floater good. Knocked down by Romeo Lankford. Pushes the lead back to 17, 88-71. Daniel Fotu, again, another St. Mary's player, slings it over to Leia Powell. Back to Jackson Cartwright, who's been putting on a show here in the early stages of the fourth quarter. Gets around his man again, slings it to Fotu. Fotu tried to swing it up top, but Shamanich was there to deflect it away. Goes out of bounds with two seconds left on the shot clock, and it will go to the breakers, but they're going to only have two seconds to get up the bucket. Cheatham's checking in. Fotu's going to check out. And let's see what... 
the Breakers can do here with two seconds. Cameron Glidden, who was the NBL Rookie of the Year last year, checks in, hands two, Cartwright takes the three, no good. Got it off in time, but just couldn't get the shot to go. Cross-court pass for the Jazz. Lincoln right to Sensapaw driving. Pass down low and a nasty throwdown dunk. Beautiful pass to Langford, who gets the nasty dunk for the Utah Jazz. That's another $50 donation for your Utah food sports stores to the Utah Food Bank, making a difference that's built for proud. Now you see the breakers slowing things down a little bit. Parker Cartwright works it left, gets the ball back, slings it back left, wide open three is up and missed off the front of the iron. New Zealand is now five of 25 from three. Pass deflected, goes out of bounds. Will stay with the Jazz on the baseline. 9-14 left to go in the game. Actually, foul called, excuse me. And that will send Langford to the line for two free throws. Romeo Langford. First free throw is up and off the back iron, missed it. One more coming up. So just to reset what we've got going on right now, you've got the Jazz emptying their bench with some guys that haven't seen a lot of time so far as Langford misses both free throws. But Shamanich is able to get the offensive rebound, slings it left, long three from the outside, falls for Johnny Juzang. Speaking of UCLA, hits it from the left wing. Jazz lead 93 to 71. 22 point lead, largest lead has been 24 in this game. Foul goes against the Utah Jazz. Dane Pinu is able to draw the foul. Goes against Langford. Jazz currently on a 7-0 run. Slinging around the horn, Parker Cartwright, left wing, gets around his man, gets into the lane, back up top. To Glidden. Glidden then swings it right. Long three. Missed once again. Five of 26 for three tonight for the Breakers. Johnny Juzang looking for his man down low and swings it right. Long three. Up and missed. And the rebound pulled down by the Breakers. Pinu able to pull it down. Parker Cartwright's able to collect. Crosses the timeline. Working left to right for the New Zealand Breakers. I'm still here, Scotty. You can jump in anytime you want. <laughs> just, I don't see anything. Just, <laughs> <laughs> well, how about that? How about Jackson Cartwright driving to the lane, getting the layup, drawing the foul, the Arizona Wildcat trying to do everything he can to keep his New Zealand breaker team in this game. He'll have an N1 opportunity. Yeah, that first step is so quick. He just flew by the defenders. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Where's he at right now in terms of points? He's got 18 points on the night tonight. Now, granted, those 18 points are on 18 shots. That's what David Locke would call unefficient, inefficient. Yeah, inefficient, yeah. All right. Utah Chad. So I haven't heard that's on you tonight, so it hasn't been anything well, there hasn't, worthy yeah, of that call. It hasn't huh? been a, a you problem tonight. It hasn't been a you problem. But a ball tipped away, controlled by the breakers after the Jazz turnover. Cross-court pass. Cheatham to Parker Cartwright. Swings it left. 0-2 for three. Got it. 
That's Leopold, not Foto, excuse me, is able to knock down the three. And hey, we got a 16-point game again. Right wing three, missed badly by the Jazz. As Potter can't get it to go, but a bad pass stolen away. Sensabaugh with a steal. He gets under the lane, attacks, blocked at the rim, and stolen away. And here comes the breakers. And still driving, even though he doesn't have numbers. Foto doesn't can't see anything, but he still takes the shot in the lane and knocks it down. All right, Daniel Foto with the bucket. And it's a 14-point game with 7-18 left to go. Teachable moment here for the youngsters. Booner? Yeah, absolutely. Stay within what you're supposed to be running out there and get the shots you want. Driving is a beautiful bucket up and in as Johnny Juzang's now got five points on the night tonight. Breakers now on an 8-2 run after that bucket, but a three ball on the right side is up and good. Anthony Lamb knocks it down from the right wing. It's a 95-82 game. This is as close as the Breakers have been. Long pass, that's an over back. Didn't, well, no, he didn't get it. Yep, over back. Caught the ball in front of the half-court line, then stepped over it, and that's another turnover with 6.36 left to go in the ball game. 95-82, Jazz only lead by 13 over the Breakers. You're listening to Utah Jazz Basketball. Just over a minute left here in the first quarter. It has been all 76ers so far in this first quarter. Oubre Jr. steps back, O'Neal in his face, and he knocks it down, and he has a chance for a four-point play. It's your Delta coast to coast as uh, Philadelphia gets the victory. Delta proud to be the official airline and community partner of the Utah Jazz. Well, hey, folks, things get a little interesting here as the Jazz youngsters giving up a little bit of a big lead against the New Zealand Breakers, as there's another foul called out on the court on the Utah Jazz. Jazz has led by as many as 24. Now the lead is 13, 95, 82, 629 left to go here in the ball game. And free throws coming up for the Breakers. That will get you in trouble here. With yep. So here comes the Breakers stepping up to the free throw line. Trying to cut this to an 11 point game. Cheatham, first free throw, good. Knocks it down. Cheatham started his career at San Diego State. I remember calling a couple of his games there with the Aztecs before he eventually moved on to Arizona State. Actually played for the uh, Salt Lake City Stars, too, at 16 games in a Stars uniform. Well, he has not had a field goal. Six free throws. 95-84, an 11-point game. Floater up, right hand, nestles home. 97 to 84, Jazz lead by 13. Getting around the horn, holy smokes, driving into lane, but lost control. Jackson Cartwright lost the handle, finally gets it to Cheatham. Cheatham has the ball knocked out of his hands. It'll stay with the uh, breakers, but my goodness, you see that first step and he's just leaving. It doesn't matter if it's starters, backups, rookies. He's uh, beating everybody off the dribble tonight. Yeah, quickness and he's so low to the floor, just Baseline drive, floater, left hand up and good. 97-86, Cheatham gets the bucket. He's had himself a nice night tonight. That's his first field goal. 
That surprises me. I felt like he's been way more involved in this than that. Pass intended for Potter, knocked out of his hands. Crossover, drive, kick it left. As Taylor Hendricks swings it back up top to Johnny Juzang. Juzang on the left wing, gets around his man. And his shot is blocked at the rim. Cheetah will have none of it. And it'll go back to the Jazz with eesh, no time on the clock. They're going to say shot clock violation. And it'll be Breaker basketball with a chance to cut this to a single-digit game. So here we go again. Driving down the court. Jackson Cartwright into the lane. Shot missed at the lane. Ball goes over the top of the standard. And it will stay off of the deflection with the breakers. If this guy could shoot, he might have a, I don't know, would he have a place in the league? No. Okay, fair enough. 5'11's not going to do it for you, huh? No, and, and 170 pounds is really can take advantage of a guy like that. Tell you what. It's a moot point because, as I said, really can't shoot. Can't shoot. Jackson Cartwright thought about the three. Instead, gives it to Cheatham in the post. He's fouled. Nearly got the end one opportunity, but it rims out, and he'll go to the line. And here's an opportunity for the first time since the first quarter to try to cut this to a single-digit lead. Josh Christopher, number 10 for the Utah Jazz, is the one that gets saddled with the foul. And Cheatham goes the line and knocks down the free throw. A 10-point game, 97-87. It's one of those games, too, I've got to imagine as a player and a coach, you're just like, can we just get this over with? Yeah, the clock's not running fast enough. Rob Stavicius comes into the game for the breakers. And Cheatham goes the line for one more. Cheatham we mentioned played four games for the New Orleans Pelicans in his NBA career. Overall, the Breakers, this is a 17-4 run as Christopher crosses the timeline, picked up there by Jackson Cartwright. Gets around him, gives him a little taste of his own money, but the ball deflected away, but right into the hands of Taylor Hendricks, who lays it up and in. Big bucket there. Back to a double-digit lead, 99-88, 4.50 left to go in the game. Swing a cross-court pass. As Leofau thought about the three, instead posts up Cheatham. Cheatham going against Sensabaugh. Bounce pass. It was a Bad pass, and it'll be a turnover for the Breakers. Matheny just couldn't slip the pass in there. So Johnny Juzang working right to left. Picked up at midcourt. Hands over to Sensabaugh, then to Potter. Potter, left wing, three-point line extended. Double team, everybody's slapping at the ball. Potter's still able to hold on, decides to drive right, right into the lane and can't get the shot to go, but he'll go to the line for a couple free throws. So Micah Potter's got two free throws coming up. Reset your lineup here for the Utah Jazz. Taylor Hendricks, Micah Potter, Josh Christopher, Johnny Juzang, as the Jazz trying to hold on to this lead from a surging breaker team trying to cut into it. Tonight, the Jazz have made 10 threes in the game tonight. Remember those three-point shots? Brought to you by 
our good friends at Pura. Pura Sense, Pura's life is better when it smells good. Second free throw by Potter is up and good. 101 to 88, 422 left to go. As Jackson Cartwright finally gets it to Cheatham, gives it right back to Jackson Cartwright, slings it right. Robsovich kicks it left, long three, up, no good. Rebound ripped down by Juzang. Nice board by Johnny Juzang, right place, right time. He'll bring the ball down the court, leaves it for Potter. He steps into a long straightaway three and buries it. Micah Potter, big three, Jazz, push the lead back to 16 with 3.55 left to go. and Pretty much ends all drama in this one. Not that there was much to begin with. Yeah, a little separation there. Johnny Juzang. Long three, right wing, back iron missed. And a nice one-handed rebound by Potter. Kind of flexes a bit, said, yeah, you see that? I just did that. Sensabaugh, crossover in the lane, off the glass, get in there. Yes, sir, Bryce Sensabaugh, nice bucket on the drive. And the breakers will call a timeout to talk about it as the Jazz had the lead, cut down to nine, but now pushed it back to 18, 106 to 88. This is Utah Jazz basketball. Ball stolen away on the drive. Chris Dunn leaves it to Ochai Abaje, who throws it down with one hand in the at, and the Jazz lead by 17. Beautiful alley-oop dunk as the Jazz get another two. John Collins with a beautiful alley-oop throwdown, and Collins with the rebound. Slips it down to Kessler, who throws it down with a two-handed dunk. Walker Kessler. Dunks on display, part of our storylines of today's game. America First, proud to be Utah's number one fan and Utah's number one credit union. America First all-star lineup of products and service can help you reach any financial goal faster. So join the home team today at your neighborhood branch of AmericaFirst.com. Driving, layup, up, and miss. Rebound pulled down by Taylor Hendricks as the Jazz lead by 18. 106-88, 3.15 left to go. As the Jazz putting the finishing touches on this one. Micah Potter left wing. A lot of guys, Booner, having some good run tonight as Micah Potter draws the foul. And invaluable experience, i got to imagine, even if it's against the team from New Zealand. Yeah, and, and this is a good time for a coach to evaluate some players by giving them minutes, enough minutes anyway, out there on the floor to either make yourself look good or you are what we thought you were or <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean? Yep. Micah Potter gets the inbounds from Christopher, slings it right. Back to Sensipaw, takes the jumper and knocks it down. Left wing, beautiful shot. You see this kid's got a nice stroke to him. Watch him shoot the basketball this morning and, and he does have a nice stroke. Probably a game too where you mentally prepare for knowing you're probably gonna get some time and in his first preseason action, seems like he's after some initial struggles early on, has stepped up to the plate. Didn't get a chance to play in summer league because of an injury. Seems to be good and healthy now. How much, as uh, the breaker shoots some free throws here, how much does that set you back as a rookie not being able to play in summer league? It, it sets you back as far as you're behind the other guys on the team is what the Jazz are trying to do. Uh, am I an NBA player? You know, so he didn't get a chance to do that in the summer league. So now he gets with the big boys, and that measuring stick is uh, like George. He got that measuring yeah. stick in, in, in summer league. And yep. Since Bob did, it never happened for him. Abercrombie attempting two free throws, knocks both of them down. 
108 to 90. Left wing three up and, or excuse me, left wing elbow shot is up and good and knocked down by the Jazz. Johnny Juzang's had a nice run here in the fourth quarter. Good to see him get some confidence out there. And well, you see he has more experience there as well. Yeah. He takes his time, gets to a spot where he wants, and, and he's a very good shooter. Spending some time in the G League and a little bit in the league certainly helps. Drive on the shot, missed. Nice bounce pass, but tipped away at the last second. Stolen away, and kept in play by Abercrombie. He's able to slip it out. And quickly down the court comes Lamb. Lamb, spin in the lane, leaves it for Cheatham. Cheatham blocked at the rim. It's stolen away, and here we go. Micah Potter quickly going right to left, but his pass is blocked away and dropped. Nice job there by... Abercrombie, I think, yeah. Yep, Abercrombie. He, he, he jumped the passing lane. He jumped the passing lane, and, and Potter, not being that great of a passer, got, got the, the deflection. A little bit like a defensive back yeah. undercutting the route, able yeah. to come away with the deflection and ultimately the steal. Shot from the right wing, Cheatham is able to knock it down. Great example. 110-93 as we put the finishing touches on this one. Jazz are going to go to Sacramento with back-to-back preseason wins. Juzang leaves it for Potter. Right wing, no good. Can't get it to drop. And the rebound pulled down by Lamb. Lamb has the ball tipped away from him. Is able to, nope, goes out of bounds. Let's see who is off of. They'll say it stays with the breakers. So Micah Potter is going to join us in our walk-off conversation. It'll be fun to chat with him a bit. Just talking to him. Um, How much fun was it to sit down and chat with some of these guys on that content day? You pretty really much is. had like 20, 30 minutes just to yourself, right? You can have a lot of fun with those guys. You know, you, you make them comfortable, and, and you can really, you know, Get some good stuff out of him. Yeah. Potter's one of those guys that he worked very hard over the summer and he's shooting. He wanted to be more of a catch-and-shoot player. Knew that that's something that you need. You just can't be that feet together, straight down the barrel type shooter. And he probably worked on that all, all summer long. And the big thing for him is that he wanted the coach to trust him. He wanted to work very hard at possibly being a rotation player. By the way, keep listening to these broadcasts throughout the season because David's got all kinds of sound from that content day where you guys were able to go one-on-one -on -one with a lot of these dudes. And, and uh, I wanted to use some of it. David's like, no, uh, 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 nope, we're, we're saving that for when I'm on the broadcast. Technical free throw up and good. Cheatham's able to knock it down, 110-94, 16-point game. And we hope they, uh, Craig Bolderjack yeah. is able to get back and... Certainly. Condolences go out to him. Yep. Thoughts and prayers certainly with his family. Long entry pass. Beautiful throw down on the coast-to-coast -coast dunk. Taylor Hendricks is able to rip down the rim. Boy, he's got some explosiveness. You can see why NBA scouts were like, yep, we're going to make this the ninth overall pick. 112-94. Breakers turn it over again. A little traveling. You got to put the ball on the floor before you move both feet, huh? Yeah. Alex McNaught coming into the game for the Breakers. 55 seconds left. Kelvin Poto also into the game for the Breakers as they empty out their bench. And Josh Christopher working right to left. 
Ball tipped away, goes out of bounds. It'll stay with the Jazz off of the deflection. I know the Jazz, and I'm sure they do to a certain extent, but I always remember when I'd go into locker rooms after games and you'd see that whiteboard in the Jazz locker room and it'd always have deflections. They were big, you know, Gordy Chiesa, Scott Layton, those guys were always big into counting deflections. And uh, i tell you what, the Breakers have had a lot of those in this game tonight. Oh. Ooh. A lot of contact, Micah Potter. And I did not catch who the player is from the Breakers. Nasty collision underneath the rim. Micah Potter still down on the ground. Both players still down on the ground. The New Zealand player, whoever that is on the floor, comes down on Potter, who was already on the floor. And the floor doesn't give. Any. Nope. This isn't. It was McDowell White and Potter both kind of clap each other's hands, although Micah Potter still holding and favoring his right leg. Now jumps up and down a little bit, tries to get the blood going a bit, and he's going to shoot some free throws. A lot of chattering going on out there with 43 seconds left. Thought he'd be shooting free throws, maybe not. Still, nope, side out. Kind of about to say, I don't know who they could give the foul to. Yeah. On something like this. Official still jawing, and now. JT Orr, veteran official. Yep. And Modi Moore, the head coach of the Breakers, he's jawing a little bit. And we've got 43 seconds, folks. Let's just play on. Slip pass to Potter. Potter, left wing, three-point line extended. Cross-court pass to the right side. Driving. And near throwdown, but just couldn't get it to go. That would have been a fantastic dunk. But there's a steal. And Josh Christopher, reverse layup, up and in. Beautiful bucket off of the steal and the layup. And the Jazz now lead by 20, 114 to 94. Working left to right are the breakers. Cheatham. Crossover, dish pass down low. Botu can't handle it, and that's how the game's going to end. After the steal, Johnny Juzang, all he has to do is cross the timeline, and this game's over. Five, four, three, and here comes your buzzer as the Jazz will win this game by 20, 114 to 94. It may have been ragged, may have been a little ugly at times, but the Jazz did everything they needed to. Got the starters out early, got a big lead and let the youngsters get some time out on the court and the Jazz get their second consecutive win here at the Delta Center. Well, I'm sure this is a ball game that they're glad is over. Uh, even though some players, they do get a little, little experience. Nothing pretty about this one, but it's a W. And some good experience for the New Zealand team there as well. Yeah. Can you imagine they're a long ways from home and they're doing some traveling. They've already hit two NBA cities. You, you ready for the the uh, miles between New Zealand and Auckland and Salt Lake City? No. 7,445. Wow. That's a lot. So of, that's a four hour time, time difference. Uh, Hawaii is four hours time difference from here to Hawaii. Yeah. So I would imagine New Zealand. You might want to add on an hour. Yeah, you're on. Yeah, you're on your own on that one. Yeah. I can't help you out there. But uh, yeah, that was a. Uh, oh, that's a long plane ride for these guys as they head back to Auckland. But joining us now, Mike Davis, 
kind enough to, or excuse me, it's, it's the Micah Potter, excuse me. <laughs> I, I call football games, and there's a wide receiver named Micah Davis, but sorry, Micah Potter joining us and kind enough to hang out with us. But Micah, congratulations on the win. Congratulations on the extended time there in the fourth quarter. Kind of talk about what the emotion's like to get out there and, and get a run against a team that was scrappy, man. They, they wanted to work, and they were fighting you pretty hard tonight. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you got to expect that from anyone, right? Especially a team that's not in the NBA coming to play an NBA team. You got to give them a lot of credit that they were very scrappy today. But I mean, it's, for me, it was, it was kind of same old, same old. You know, it's just another day. You know, you work really hard to be able to go out there and perform. Uh, and it's one of those situations where you got to be able to, you know, you expect to be here, right? So obviously, I'm thankful for the opportunity. It was a lot of fun. Glad we got the win. But just another day in the office. You know, one of the things you talked about uh, when we were discussing the season with you. You wanted to be one of the players that the, the coach could trust out there on the floor. Uh, you only got 14 minutes tonight, but very efficient minutes for the most part. You played 14 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, like we talked about, it's something I've been working really hard on all summer and all throughout the year last year mm -hmm. uh, to make sure that when I'm on the court, you know, coach knows what's going to happen and he mm -hmm. feels comfortable with me being there. Hopefully I proved a little bit on that tonight. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, there's always room to improve. Um, in every area of my game, but I'm happy with everything for tonight. How do you feel like you've improved in the offseason and the steps you've taken? What are some of the elements of your game you feel like you've gotten better at? Uh, the biggest thing is shooting off the move, being ready, you know, getting your footwork right, getting the ball in the pocket, um, holding your follow through, all that kind of stuff. Um, my biggest thing I've been working on is like speed, trying to stay in front of the ball a lot more. Uh, so when we do, you know, switch one through five, uh, I can do what I need to do to help our team on the defensive end. Um, and then also, you know, just making sure that I'm tight on everything, you know, like ball handling, passing, making sure I'm not turning the ball over, all those kinds of things. Because when I'm in the game, i got to be a guy that helps other people get better. So whether that's facilitating, whether that's knocking down shots, whether that's playing defense, whether that's rebounding, i got to do a little bit of everything. Congratulations, Micah. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. There you go. Micah Potter, kind enough to join us. He's got to get in the locker room and talk about this one and then catch a plane here in a couple days and go off to Sacramento, Booner. Go off to Sacramento. Uh open up with, with Sacramento and, and expect the, you know, you, you're looking at the guys tonight with the number of minutes that guys was able to get. Um, you got uh, Potter with 14, 16 minutes for Abaji, 15 minutes for Hendricks. I mean, expect to see a lot more of that in, in the last game of, of the season there as well yeah. against the Sacramento Kings. And, and this is, you have to like that because Will is giving these guys every chance in the world to, to get better. Uh, be seen by other teams, and because you know you got 21 guys on the oh, roster, yeah. you they have to make some moves. Yeah, yeah, those are hard decisions to make, and not fun decisions to make as a coaching that's, staff. And, and that's it, not fun, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, Jerry Sloan used to talk about how hard that is, and you know how rough and strong and yeah. Jerry Sloan can be, but he said, boy, that it's just so hard when you know guys have worked very, very hard, and just just no room for them. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. So you just hope they get an excellent, another chance somewhere else, and whether it's here or overseas or something like that to uh, continue their career. Because you see how hard they're working. You yeah. see the training camp and the work they put in, yeah. and you're hard-pressed to find a better human being than Micah Potter and some of these guys that are just <laughs> laying it all on the line. But ultimately, there's more well, players than spots. If, if Michael Potter doesn't be not on the 15-man roster, I would imagine he'll, he'll go to the yeah. G League, and he'll still be a part of this basketball team. Someone gets hurt, they'll bring him right up. Yeah. Well, Booner, appreciate it. That was a ragged game, but uh, thanks for letting me uh, hang out with you. And, again, our thoughts and condolences with the uh, Craig Bullerjack and his family. And uh, um, anticipate he'll be get back on the mic here pretty soon, which means you get my guy, David Locke. Get David Locke back. Yeah. This is our third time working together? Yeah. 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 So absolutely. Uh, dude, I, and as a guy that grew up and, and loved 
you and Hot Rod back in the day, man, it's an honor and a privilege. I can't thank you enough for letting me slim it with you a little bit. Burley, Idaho, Declan. It's it's just right outside of Burley. You're you're in the you're in the you're in the ballpark. Okay, I got you. There you go. Well, for Ron Boone, I'm Scott Gerard. Thanks for listening. Fun one tonight. Jazz get it done over the New Zealand Breakers. 114 to 94. Jazz will be in action coming up on Thursday when they square off against the Sacramento Kings. And then, bam, let's go. It's NBA regular season action right here at the Delta Center. Big thanks to everyone who made this one possible. Be back with you coming up on Thursday. This is Utah Jazz Basketball.